All right, everybody. We're back again for another mini episode. Um, if you guys haven't been checking out the mini episodes, I gotta say, you gotta go back because this is a continuing story. Um, for those of you that don't know what's uh, going on, welcome. Uh, we're actually reading a book right now. We're in the middle of uh, Goosebumps, uh, book number three, Monster Blood, and this is going to be uh, a couple chapters here. Um, let's hit the theme song. We'll get things going, as always, and uh, dive right into where we left off. Here we go. Chapter 3. Evan staggered back in fear as the warm blackness crept over him. It took him a few seconds to realize what it was. His heart still thudding in his chest, he reached up and pulled the screeching black cat off his face. The cat dropped silently to the ground and padded to the doorway. Evan turned and saw Catherine standing there, an amused grin on her face. How long had she been standing there? He wondered. Sarah Beth, how did you get in there? She asked in a playfully scolding tone, bending down to speak to the cat. You must have given the boy a fright. The cat mewed and rubbed against Catherine's bare leg. Did Sarah Beth scare you? Catherine asked Evan, still smiling. That cat has a strange sense of humor. She's evil. Pure evil, she chuckled as if she'd said something funny. I'm okay, Evan said uncertainly. Watch out for Sarah Beth. She's evil, Catherine repeated, bending down and picking the cat up by the scruff of the neck, holding her up in the air in front of her. Evil, evil, evil. Seeing the cat suspended in the air, Trigger uttered an unhappy howl. His stubby tail went in motion, and he leapt up at the cat, barking and yipping, missed and leapt again, snapping at Sarabeth's tail. Down, Trigger! Get down! Evan cried. Struggling to get out of Catherine's arms, the cat swiped a clawed black paw at her, screeching in anger and fear. Trigger barked and howled as Evan struggled to pull the excited Cocker Spaniel away. Evan grabbed hold of Trigger as the cat swung to the floor and disappeared out the door. Bad dog! Bad dog! Evan whispered, but he didn't really mean it. He was glad Trigger had scared the cat away. He looked up to see Catherine still filling the doorway, staring down at him sternly. Bring the dog, she said in a low voice. Her eyes narrowed, her pale lips pursed tightly. Huh? Evan gripped Trigger in a tight hug. Bring the dog, Catherine repeated coldly. We can't have animals fighting in this house. But, and Catherine, Evan started to plead, then remembered she couldn't hear him. Sarah Beth is a bad one, Catherine said, not softening her expression. We can't get her riled, can we? She turned and started down the stairs. Bring the dog, Evan, 
Holding Trigger tightly by the shoulders with both hands, Evan hesitated. I have to take care of the dog, Catherine said sternly. Come. Evan was suddenly filled with dread. What did she mean, take care of the dog? A picture flashed into his mind of Catherine standing at the doorway with the bloody kitchen knife in her hand. Bring the dog, Catherine insisted. Evan gasped. What was she going to do to Trigger? Chapter 4 I will take care of you, doggy, Catherine repeated, frowning at Trigger. The dog whimpered in reply. Come, Evan, follow me, she said impatiently. Seeing that he had no choice, Evan obediently carried Trigger down the stairs and followed his aunt to the backyard. I'm prepared, she said, turning to make sure he was following. Despite her age, she was at least eighty and walked with long, steady strides. I knew you were bringing a dog, so I made sure I was prepared. Trigger licked Evan's hand as they walked across the yard to the long, fenced-in area at the back. It's a special place for your dog, Catherine said, reaching up to grab one end of the rope that stretched across the run. Attach this to the collar, Evan. Your dog will have fun here. She frowned disapprovingly at Trigger. And there will be no problems with Sarabeth. Evan felt very relieved that this was all Catherine wanted to do to Trigger, but he didn't want to leave Trigger tied up in this prison in the back of the yard. Trigger was a house dog. He wouldn't be happy by himself out here. But Evan knew. He had no way of arguing with his aunt. Catherine is smart in a way, he thought bitterly as he hooked Trigger's collar to the rope. Since she won't learn sign language and won't lip read, it means she gets to do whatever she wants, and no one can tell her no. He bent down and gave Trigger's warm head a pat and looked up at the old woman. She had her arms crossed in front of her chest, her blue eyes glowing brightly in the sunlight, a cold smile of triumph on her face. That's a good boy, she said, waiting for Evan to get up before starting to come back to the house. I knew when I looked at you. Come to the house, Evan. I have cookies and milk. You'll enjoy them. Her words were kind, but her voice was hard and cold. Trigger sent an unhappy howl as Evan followed Catherine to the house. Evan turned, intending to go back and comfort the dog, but Catherine grabbed his hand in an iron grip and, staring straight ahead, led him to the kitchen door. The kitchen was small and cluttered and very warm. Catherine motioned for him to sit at a small table against the wall. The table was covered with a plastic checkered tablecloth. She frowned, her eyes steadying him as she brought over his snack. He downed the oatmeal raisin cookies and milk, listening to Trigger howl in the backyard. Oatmeal raisin wasn't his favorite, but he was surprised to find that he was hungry, and as he gobbled them down, Catherine stood at the doorway staring intently at him, a stern expression on her face. I'm going to take Trigger for a walk, he announced, wiping the milk mustache off his upper lip with the paper napkin she had given him. Catherine shrugged and wrinkled up her face. Oh, right, she can't hear me, Evan thought. Standing at the kitchen window, he pointed to Trigger, then made a walking motion with two fingers. Catherine nodded. Phew, he thought. This is going to be hard. He waved goodbye and hurried to free Trigger from the backyard prison. A few minutes later, Trigger was tugging at the leash, sniffing the flowers along the curb as Evan made his way up the block. The other houses on the street were about the same size as Catherine's, he saw, and they all had small, neatly trimmed square front yards. He saw some little kids chasing each other around a birch tree, and he saw a middle-aged man in a bright orange bathing trunks washing his car with a garden hose in his driveway, but he didn't see any kids his age. Trigger barked at a squirrel and tugged the leash out of Evan's hand. Hey, come back, Evan called. Trigger, disobedient as always, took off after the squirrel. The squirrel wisely climbed a tree, but Trigger, his eyesight not what it once was, 
continued the chase. Running at full speed, calling the dog's name, Evan followed him around a corner and halfway down the block before Trigger finally realized he had lost the race. Breathing hard, Evan grabbed the leash handle. Gotcha, he said. He gave the leash a tug, trying to lead the panting dog back to Catherine Street. Trigger, sniffing around a dark tree trunk, pulled the other way. Evan was about to pick up the stubborn dog when he was startled by a hand grabbing his shoulder. Hey, who are you? A voice demanded. Chapter 5 Evan spun around to find a girl standing behind him, staring at him with dark brown eyes. Why'd you grab my shoulder like that? He asked, his start still pounding. To scare you, she said simply. Yeah, well, Evan shrugged. Trigger gave a hard tug at the leash and nearly pulled him over. The girl laughed. She was pretty, he thought. She had short, wavy brown hair, almost black, and flashing brown eyes, and a playful, teasing smile. She was wearing an oversized yellow t-shirt over black spandex leggings and bright yellow Nikes. So, who are you? she demanded again. She wasn't the shy type, he decided. I'm me, he said, letting Trigger lead him around the tree. Did you move into the Winterhalter house? she asked, following him. He shook his head. No, I'm just visiting, she frowned in disappointment. For a couple of weeks, Evan added. I'm staying with my aunt. Actually, she's my great aunt. What's so great about her? The girl cracked. Nothing, Evan replied without laughing. For sure. Trigger sniffed at a bug on a fat brown leaf. Is that your bike? Evan asked, pointing to the red BMX bike lying on the grass behind her. Yeah, she replied. It's cool, he said. I have one like it. I like your dog, she said, eyeing Trigger. He looks real stupid. I like stupid dogs. Me too, I guess, Evan laughed. What's his name? Does he have a stupid name? She bent down and tried to pet Trigger's back, but he moved away. His name's Trigger, Evan said, and waited for her reaction. Yeah, that's pretty stupid, she said thoughtfully, especially for a cocker spaniel. Thanks, Evan said uncertainly. Trigger turned to sniff the girl's hands, his tail wagging furiously, his tongue hanging down to the ground. I have a stupid name too, the girl admitted. She waited for Evan to ask. What is it? He said finally. Andrea, she said. That's not a stupid name. I hate it, she said, pulling a blade of grass off her leggings. Andrea, she stretched the name out in a deep, cultured voice. It sounds so stuck up, like I should be wearing a corduroy jumper with a prim white blouse, walking a toy poodle. So I make everyone call me Andy. Hi, Andy, Evan said, petting Trigger. My name is... Don't tell me, she interrupted, clamping a hot hand over his mouth. She certainly isn't shy, he thought. Let me guess, she said. It's a stupid name, too? Yeah, he nodded. It's Evan. Evan's stupid. She laughed. That's really a stupid name. He felt glad that he made her laugh. She was cheering him up, he realized. A lot of the girls back home didn't appreciate his sense of humor. They thought he was silly. What are you doing, she asked. Walking Trigger, you know, exploring the neighborhood. It's pretty boring, she said. Just a lot of houses. You want to go into town? It's only a few blocks away, she pointed down the street. Evan hesitated. He hadn't told his aunt he was going into town, but what the heck, he thought. She wouldn't care. Besides, what could possibly happen? Alright, man, there it is. I uh, got you three chapters this this week here. Thanks for joining us. Um, I'm loving reading the book, and... Um, if you guys are enjoying it, let me know. I've been getting a lot of positive feedback. Go ahead and download them, check it out. And uh, yeah, you could write to me at uh, facebook.com slash this podcast is just okay or email me at justokaypod at gmail.com. Um, we'll resume the next uh, the regular show next week. 
and then uh, we'll be switching off every other week until the book is done. So, um, yeah, just want to say thanks for joining us. Um, I also have merchandise at cafepress.com slash this podcast is just okay merchandise. It's a really long link, but check it out. And I also wrote a book. So um, if you want to check that out, go to Amazon.com. Look up a lot of rock and a little roll. I have it in paperback and digital. So check that out, man. Have yourselves a week, and I will catch you guys next time.